We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello everyone and welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, the division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello and today we welcome Christine Patton to Business Matters. Chris, thanks for joining me today. It's a pleasure to be here, Rob. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hosting me and allowing me to talk about this event that's coming on Saturday. Better late than never is my That's opinion. right. <laughs> and everyone's last minute, so we're good. Everyone registers last minute anyway. So, so Chris, I was looking at your I do research before we have these conversations. I'm looking at your history and you're a retired lawyer, a judge, certified trainer with the HeartMath Institute, founder of Power Within. You're a radio host. And I saw that you're an author as well um, of a book. So I, I think there's lots to unpack here. So I, I think we should jump in. And I'm curious a little bit, maybe we can start, we'll start with Power Within. I, maybe you could let us know what is Power Within um, and what inspired you to start that company? Oh, thanks, Rob. Um, I, the, I do everything once <laughs> because I want to because it's fun and I may continue, I may not. So that's how I live my life. So Power Within is simply the rubric under which I bring many of my services. So I am a, um, I am a speaker mm -hmm. and I like to think I'm an inspirational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a trainer and specifically I'm a certified trainer with the heart math Institute. We'll talk about that. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to be talking about on Saturday. Um, I am a coach. Uh, I'm a performance coach. People say, you know, it's, is it, is it a life coach? Mm -hmm. Because that's really, that might be the form of coaching people are familiar with. Right. Um, I like to say that I'm a performance coach. So I give education and tools to help somebody. I offer a buffet of ideas to allow somebody to choose something that they resonate with, that they like. And that's how we get to it is what will work for you, what's going on in your life, what fits at this time, and so on. Because we're all performing. Right. Um, yeah, I, I wrote my, sorry. Yeah, I know. Just keep going. No, it's good. I wrote my book called Showing Up, Becoming the Me I Want to Be, Aligning right. Your Life and Work for Two Success. I did write it. I just can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2015 and I still have copies available and it's basically a, a blue I wrote it for students because at the time I'm from Ontario I've been here about in, in Kelowna about six and a half years and I was in the schools and I was acutely familiar with you know the terror that young people were feeling about having to choose a profession and figure out who they were you know basically overnight and so it, it, my book in a nutshell there, there's lots of things in there but it's to me it's the mental and emotional conditioning to creating a career and a life that align. Um, so anyway, that's my book. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I had a, I had, this was fun. I had a, I was called out of the blue um, a couple of years ago by an outfit in Phoenix called voiceamerica.com. And they said, would you do a radio show for us for 13 weeks? And I said, um, okay. <laughs> and I did it. And, and that's it was fun. Funny. And I, I got to speak to really interesting people and it was about, you know, it was about how they created 
their own mm -hmm. success. You know, what worked for them and what didn't work. And we had laughs and, and um, anyway, it was probably more fun for me than anybody, but, uh, <laughs> and I do my own podcast. Uh, my son and I, Scott, uh, who is flying out for the event on Saturday. He's the first speaker. I'm second. That's, awesome. I, that's my, that's my carrot as I get to spend a week with my Scott um, after that. So um, yeah, he and I talk about issues of the day. Uh, we, we yeah. find that, you know, we get on, zoom and we chat and these are the things that are important to us other right. people tell us you know we're crazy we're nerds whatever but uh and then it's like hey do you want to do a podcast and that and be like yeah so we just talk we have a conversation and it's amazing rob when you connect with the heart how things flow and right. i just find everything that needs to come out in the 50 minutes or the hour come out and we tie it in a little bow and it's over and maybe it's just for us and that's okay uh, yeah right listens right. and learn something that's cool and i'm sure you know this is why you do this right is 100 percent you know, if, if you like this, great. And if you don't, that's okay. Another one Correct. will. So. Lots of options. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm curious, Chris, so wait, so you started off in the legal field, I would assume. So how did, how did that, like, how, where did that come from and what made you decide to, I'm going to take a different path now? Yeah. Uh, well, um, I practiced law for 15 years in Ontario and I, and, and in fact, I practiced full-time insurance defense litigation for eight years. But I had two small children, not but, and I had two small children and, you know, a house to care for. And I was married to a lawyer at the time. And I honestly, Rob, I thought I was going to die. I mean, the stress was just overwhelming. And I didn't want to leave the care of my kids to a nanny. So it was a conscious choice I made. Save my life and to actually raise my kids. I mean, what a time to figure out. I'd, I'd rather raise my yeah, kids yeah. than have a career. Oops. <laughs> anyway, so I, I retired from practice and then I was home for a year and a bit. Um, and then I went back to work as what's called a deputy judge in small claims court for seven years. And that's a part-time gig, which was great. You know, I part-time work for a busy parent is really the answer. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, I was tired. I got tired of that. There, that's a conversation for another day, but I had been <laughs> developing a speaking practice while I was judging because it was part-time and my kids were starting right. to go to school and I had some more time in my hands and, and I, I've, and I was often asked to speak about law stuff, which no longer inspired me at all. And I thought, I want to talk about the stuff I've been learning, which I feel is far more important. And that's really when the seed was planted to, to start my speaking business, to start my coaching business. And I coached um, athletes. I had Ooh. teams. I was the mental coach. Um, and I went all the way from um, minor sports to junior hockey. Um, mm. I had several on my roster. And in fact, I pitched a professional hockey team I can't say who it was I signed an NDA before I left and they weren't going to hire me I don't think but I I was at the table and I thought wow you know these ideas are starting to take root um that I have and they're they've always been considered alternative but not anymore they're more mainstream and so when I moved here and um you know finding I couldn't get into the schools or, or coach teams I was like whoa what do I do now I, I didn't know anybody I moved here sight unseen <laughs> in my life um and i and, and that's when i met nikki um from my sales lead, lead networking group from in the chamber she was the president at the time and and uh i realized that my my friends who who i'd been meeting um were all entrepreneurs and, and business owners and, and people with careers and i thought the same nuggets i'm talking to kids about and athletes about are the same nuggets that people use in their everyday lives in their business to be a parent whether you are an athlete or a musician or whatever, we all perform every day in our lives. 
And so how can we do that with more grace and ease? That's really interesting. And Chris, do, do you find yourself typically on stages with groups, one-on-one? Like how, how are you working with people? Is it a mixture of all those combined? Well, I mean, COVID took care of that. Right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So that went still for, for, I mean, the last three years have been pretty tough, but yeah, there was some unlo- online stuff that was facilitated. Uh, not a lot. Um, and I had to find other ways to, to bring my gifts to the world. Um, but it's, it's, it's the mix. I far prefer in person, in person speaking, in person training, in person coaching. There's something about the human body that you feel, you know, the message does transcend the medium. There's no question. Right. But there's right. a better feeling in person. I don't know. Then you can, you can tea together and hug each other and it's just much better. I'm curious in your experience, and maybe there's there's not one thing, but what's the biggest struggle you find with people that stops them from making changes in their lives? So you, you've ta- you've spoken to athletes, you've spoken to business people, like what's holding? What typically is holding the person back from taking the next step? Can you? Is there one thing? Is there something you can kind of chat about there? Themselves. <clears throat> people say interesting. Why does this keep happening? Why does this happen to me? Why me? Because it is you. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the empowerment piece. So when I describe my business, I the topics, it's, you know, what people ask me fairly enough, what do you talk about? What do you teach? What do you train? Right. Empowerment, resilience, and passion. When you understand the empowerment piece as how to engage more with your own power, your own body technology, the own get your own gifts that you were born with. And you understand how it all works. Education is a big piece. So when you understand the power that you came into this life with, and this is the thoughts become things. When you understand the nature of our reality, um, you can harness you can harness those things to create more of what you want. Um, and when you when you learn more, when you integrate more, when you start to practice more of these things the parts of yourself that you bring forward you develop a resilience because some work some don't i'm not i would never suggest to anybody that this is easy work it's simple it'll happen overnight oh my god no but start now because you'll be in a better place in six months or next year or in 10 years or, or whatever right law of sensitive dependence the cruise ship that is one degree off compass will be hundreds of miles off course in time that works both ways Right. So even mm. small things you can do. And so in, in, and more particularly in the resilience piece is when you learn to harness the technology of your body. That's the heart math work I do. When you actually change your physiology, change your heart rhythms, you can interrupt this negative feedback loop, which is happening between the brain and the autonomic nervous system. And I will be talking about this specifically on Saturday with respect to mental health. Um, those are the programs that run subconscious programming sub meaning below conscious meaning awareness and programming is what we learn it's our conditioning mm-hmm. so this is the most dangerous part of our personalities these are the monsters these are the literal monsters under the bed we operate from these unconscious programs we don't even know we have these programs these learnings these patterns of thought feeling words and behaviors and it creates 90 percent of our life like isn't that scary so we, we it, it behooves us to learn more about 
why we operate the way we do, what our individual programming is, because we're not all the same. Of course not. We're all individual. Right. 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 Where it came from and then what you can do to help with that. Um, and then the last piece, and once you once you get through even a little bit of that, you discover you discover your passions, Rob. It's like right. you discover the bliss. Like you 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 build in more moments of grace and ease and bliss in more moments in a day than you had before. And that just the more you do it, the more different things you try that work for a time, that's what happens. Is the health and happiness just increase? And I've seen it happen in my own life and many clients. Interesting. So you're you're uh, to carry that further. Certified trainer with Heart Math Institute. What does that mean? So someone I, I didn't hear about until I read it. I'm like, oh, what's this? So I, you know, I'm researching for people that have never heard that before. What is it? Yeah. First of all, uh, I won't get the proper explanation in. So go to heartmath.org and look. But okay. <clears throat> heart math, as in two plus two equals five. Okay. <laughs> if you're listening um so this is this is a company that has been incorporated since 1991 started by doc Childry, and he felt there was a need in the world for people to start not to start but to to cultivate more heart-based living and that is living living from our heart living um according to our own heart's intelligence and intuition the heart is the general not the brain right heart and so We've been conditioned for many years to think that the brain and our thinking was the most important. Well, look at the world we live in, afraid not. So um, there's an emphasis on the heart and the qualities of the heart and how to cultivate that. And that's um, that's the work that I love to do. And is it's it's so successful. It's quite, an, it, it, it's amazing. And it's based in medical research, medical science. Mm. Very credible. The math part is, Yes, we're talking about the heart, but math is a logical pursuit. So this is the logical pursuit of understanding the heart. So um, this has been a develop a, a development of uh, you know based on research from the 1800s. We've known about this stuff for a long time, um, and and now there's been. I was watching something the other day about over 400 articles appear now on a search engine. A scientific search engine. Anyway, there's lots of research on which they mm. base their education and techniques to help people gain more balance in their lives, to live intuitively, to better their health, to better their happiness, to create harmony. And the cool thing is that when we create more harmony or, or what we call coherence within ourselves, Rob, we actually physically affect others with our heart field. Mm. So I won't do this justice, but I'll leave that there. Other hearts actually sync up and start to work when you're in that presence, when you when you manage to create that coherent state in your body. Interesting. So how did you, I'm curious, like how did you come across the Heart Math Institute and, and what did that process look like for you, like to become an actual certified trainer? Right. Um, so I, you know, I was, I was doing the mentoring and coaching and stuff in the right. school teams and and I somehow, th this is how my life works, is things come to me. So heart math emails were showing up on my, you know, on my email list. And yeah. I was like, I don't even know what heart math is. But <laughs> you, know, you know when you take courses online and then suddenly you're going to get right. stuff, right? But this is beautiful. And so I looked at it and it was, um, they were talking about their technology. Um, so these are M waves and inner balances. And, you know, through, through, um, a device that communicates to uh, a small 
piece of technology, you can monitor your heart rhythms. Mm. And it's like a trainer. You know, you learn how to keep your heart, your high, your heart rhythm in a higher coherent state. Um, anyway, they were talking about this. And I want, and so at the time I was feeling like, you know, I'm feeling pretty good and I feel like I'm in a heart coherent space. I want to know if in fact that is the case or, or is it, am I just making this stuff up? So mm -hmm. I ordered one of them for Christmas, for a Christmas present for me for in December right. 2013. And I started to use it. And in fact, yes, I, I was, I was feeling very coherent and, and I was, whatever it was I was doing, you know, I was learning med meditation practices and, and breath work and all kinds right. of stuff already. Um, so yeah. And then, so then I started getting emails about the trainer thing. So it's funny how this happened. So the first one I read about, you know, train for heart math and I read it and I thought, ah, it's probably too expensive. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, blah, blah, blah. and I deleted it. Well, the second one came and I thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll read more of this. And, I, and so I read it and I kept it on my email list. This is what I do is I keep things up there. So I keep, I keep, right, I keep you see it. awareness, right? Mm -hmm. And then somehow I think I accidentally deleted it one day and I was like, oh, well. And then the third time it came, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I read it. I actually read everything. I was like, oh my God, it wasn't, it wasn't all that expensive. Um, it was, anyway, it, it was within my reach. And so I was, I, it was the right time, Rob. I believe in divine timing, right? Mm -hmm. The first time wasn't, second time wasn't, third time it was. So I called and I spoke to um, my connection there, Christiana Bishop, and I loved her right from the start. And I went down to HeartMath that July um, in Boulder Creek, California, and I trained and I've never looked back. I love this company. I love the people. I love the work they do. And I love how they facilitate through me. They live their work. They live what they teach. It's mm -hmm. uh, You don't see that these days. Yeah. And I'm seeing it so there. you're you're going to be bringing all that to the stage this Saturday, so May 6th at an event called Ignite the Magic of Your Mind. Um tell us about the event. What are you going to be speaking about? When is it? All that fun stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um a little friend of mine, a little friend. I shouldn't say little. <laughs> He's taller than me. <laughs> no, little. I met Sarah about four years ago, maybe five now. And um, anyway, a couple months ago, she was saying, you know, I really want to, um, I want to bring awareness to mental health, but in a different way than what we're used to. And I, um, I want to organize this event and I'm going to do it. And she's done it. I, I just, I'm so proud of her. I, it's, it's quite amazing. So there are, I believe, six speakers, um, and we all have a different, you know, perspective and offering. Um, very interesting people going to be there. Um, I, I'm saying I'm a lot. Um, shouldn't do that. <laughs> we, um, we, so, again, nobody's standing on the stage saying, I have all the answers and you should do this. You need to do this, right? right? We're off. We're trying to inspire interest in a buffet of ideas. When you go to a buffet, do you feel like you have to eat everything? It's funny. Every guy I ask goes, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like but you don't have to right. though. Right, right. You don't have to. And, and you'll eat what you like and right. leave the rest. And you'll eat as much as you want. So this is for... So, so this is for everybody. This is for if if somebody is, if you, anybody listening, are yeah. looking for education and tools, how to better your own life, how to feel better, how to find more moments of happiness and balance and peace and good health, come. 
you know, maybe you have a child or children who are struggling and I am so glad right now I'm not raising kids. I look around no. and holy Hannah, what is going on? So, you know, bring them because then you can talk about creating, um, you know, talk about the body, talk about creating health, sustainable health practices together as a family. What could be more important? Uh, or perhaps you're in the profession and you you want different tools. You want different understandings to help more people. Or you know what? Maybe you're in the community and we see evidence of, you know, terrible things every day, you know, the addiction and the mental health. And right. you want to know what to fight for. You want to know what to ask the powers that be to provide in terms of healing sustainable practices, you know, whether it's government institutions or whatever. I have a quote mm -hmm. is really, really important. And uh, Reverend, De Reverend Desmond Tutu once said, there comes a point when we need to stop just pulling people out of the river. We need to go upstream and find out why they're falling in. Now, two things come from that quote, and it's very much to do with what we're talking about on Saturday. I'm not speaking for everybody, but I think right. I, I wouldn't dare suggest something. Um, this is on behalf of all of us. This is this is from me, my take on what's happening. Um, two things come from that. Number one, the practice of pulling people out of the river in no way is designed to tell them how not to fall in. Right? So I believe that many of us have come to accept and believe and perpetuate this idea that our healthcare is which is which is about using temporary measures right, right, to right. relieve symptoms is a permanent solution. They were never designed yeah. to be permanent. Right. right? It's a beautiful system designed to help us get out of ruts we get in every once in a while. But to back. treat that yeah. as something permanent. Yeah when we're not treating the cause, right? right? We're not getting at the cause. And so what is the definition of health? Is it just putting a Band-Aid on a symptom all the time? That's not health. That's not health. Health is that natural state of, of vitality, of balance, of wholeness, of bliss even, of happiness, peace, right? Of, of having great energy. And being able to communicate that to others. To me, that's what health is. So it doesn't come mm. from temporary solutions. The other thing that that's, that quote suggests to me is that, you know, when there's more people getting out of the river, going back up the road and falling in the river, and then more people adding right. to that mix, that system of pulling people from the river is gets exhausted. It's not sustainable. Right. It's going to collapse. It's no. not sustainable. So we... It behooves all of us to learn more of what I call our body technology. Maybe someone else coined that phrase, but I, I use it in my own work. You know, we're so afraid, or we, we spend a lot of time learning that technology. But what about this technology? In my view, Rob, we were born with everything we need. The body left alone in its own homeostasis, generally speaking, can go on to you know, our, our whole 50 trillion cells, right. 200 systems work optimally until we mess with it, <laughs> right? We mm. don't eat properly. We don't exercise. We don't drink water. We don't handle our stress. Right. All those all those things we know, but we don't do because there's a temporary fix there. Mm. That's not health to me. So the idea here is to understand the body, to learn why things happen in the body, why we get sick. And what we can do, and, and when I say health, Rob, I'm including mental health in with physical health, with emotional right. health, 
spiritual health because we are holistic beings. We are organic supercomputers. And all of these systems are designed to work together. The minute you isolate something, treat something on its own, that's not really helping. Again, temporary measure. And so the other thing I'd like to, I'm, I hope we're not running out of time, but- No, so we're good. This is the compliance issue to me. So I think this, this illustrates this illustrates the point. Say someone, and this is this is in no way criticism of, of the system or anybody, but say a person goes to Dr. One with heart pains, with, with chest pains, and the doctor says, here's two little red pills, take them, call me if your symptoms worsen. Period, that's that scenario. Yeah. Scenario yeah. number two, someone goes to the doctor with chest pain, that doctor takes a complete history, sends the person for tests in accordance with the history that was taken, brings the person back in and says, here's what's going on in your body. These two little red pills are designed to treat these symptoms. And by the way, take them every 12 hours to prevent the symptoms from symptoms from coming back. And oh, by the way, this is not going to fix what's going on in your body. You need to look at these other measures together. Now, my question to you is, who is more likely to follow the protocol? And that is to take the two little red pills and to take action to better their health. I think, generally speaking, somebody who understands why. Right. Understands why. That's what Saturday mm. is about. To provide a mm. grid for understanding why. Why our bodies, how our bodies work. Why things happen. And what we can do to help ourselves crawl out of the river. Before Interesting. we again. That's fascinating. Interesting. That, that would be a very informative day. So it's a full day. Is it a full day thing, Chris? Is it uh, Thank you. on Saturday? Yeah, it's Saturday. It starts at nine and it goes to three. And okay. it's at UBCO. Um, mm. The address, I'd have to look it up. Sorry. That's fine. We can we can put that in the notes when we, oh, good. we post the podcast. All good. We can put a link to where people can get tickets and all that stuff. Perfect. Well, yeah. So. And, and you yeah. can get tickets online on uh, on that site. I think it's Eventbrite. I'm not sure. But there's also tickets at the door, which is great. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And, and it oh, is on Eventbrite for people that are looking. It definitely is on Eventbrite, too. I Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Chris, this is your event. This is what <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, and also, parking is covered if you go in um, first. And people should know that. Um, if you go in, say you're there uh, before you right. leave your parking. Right. right. So... That I think is important to note, and I don't think that's noted on the site, or maybe it is. I'm sure we, we can look and we can see. Okay. We can make that comment if it is. Can you do my job for me, Rob? Yeah, it's all good. This is good. Okay. This is fascinating. I'm curious, actually, Kristen, um, how do you stay, like, I don't know if the word grounded, motivated, like, do you continually work on yourself, or do you have an accountability partner you work with? Like, how do you make sure that you're in the right mindset when you're working with someone and you're talking to a team or an athlete or a CEO or whatever. So like, how do you work on yourself? That's a really good question, Rob. Um, I'm a bit of a lone wolf. I know at the same time, I'm very social. I, I am, first of all, I am very blessed with a beautiful circle of girlfriends here and we get together regularly and we, we do practices that keep us laughing we have fun. It's not all serious. Sometimes it's serious. Um, and it's to grow, it's to grow those parts of ourselves together. And often it's about praying for the world. And when you create that vortex of love and fun and connection, that is felt. 
that is felt and that is powerful in the world. So what do I do? Yeah, it's constant. It's constant work. I'm not going to lie. It, well, work. I mean, that's a bad for the word, but right. it's constant attention to diet and all the ways, because let's face it, if you feel crappy, you don't want it. You don't have the energy to do anything, right? You don't have the energy to do the work. So mm -hmm. keeping the body healthy is very, very, very important. Um, and, and mm -hmm. I, I practice my heart math techniques. I practice, I'm now into doing, I started breath work about a year and a half ago and it has changed my life. Mm -hmm. Wim Hof breathing. Um, I now do something called toning. I tone into the chakras. Um, I, and you know, it's, it's where you're focused, what, what you're looking at. I do not read the news, sorry. I do not watch okay. the news about what's going on in the world. My community is one thing. Right. I don't care what's going on in the world. What does that do for me except to drain me? I avoid negative situations, negative people. I don't pay attention to things that I find upsetting that I can't do anything about. Right. Um, again, it's what's my diet? My food, my drink, the air I breathe, um, what I'm thinking about, what I'm reading, what I'm looking at all of that. And when I find that something is upsetting me and it's not, and it's not Rob in a way that it's avoidance. It's just right. knowing that I'm not, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. For sure. And so it's simply a matter of, I'm going to look at something else right now. Right. So it's learning. It really is. Uh, have I got it all figured out? Hell no. But um, it's, it's practicing what I preach and that is creating a better command some people like the word control i don't like the word control but a better command over thoughts and emotions um and getting to know subconscious programming so then you understand ah these things are my triggers so it's not that you're going to avoid them the rest of your life but how can you react differently because the fact is we are creating our own stress so mm -hmm. how can i create more peace and calm in myself to have better choice points how do i want to handle this in this moment do I want to have a dramatic thing or carry away a bunch of, of my own inner stress that's going to deplete my health and my happiness over time? Or am I going to deal with it in a more intelligent, discerning way? That's what we create for ourselves, our choice points. Do I want to eat that? Do I want to drink that? Should I go exercise? Yes. It's it's This is the Zen Buddhist thing, right? It's right. The, the devotion. Chop wood, carry water. Nothing comes from doing nothing. Change your yeah. life, change your thoughts, change your life. I mean, that's, and it's not just thinking, it's your emotions and everything else, but it, it's a constant practice. But here's the thing, I love it. Mm. And I love, honestly, I love speaking. I love, and I'm not lying about that. I just, it. I get this inner jazz. Like, I'm just, I feel like I'm you in the You can hear flow. it. Yeah, you can hear it. You can see it. I just, that's, what, that, that's your happy space. It is. It's totally yeah, my happy yeah. space and it's not work at all. It's, it's what I love to do. Yeah. I love to speak. I love to train and I love connecting with people and I love facilitating conversations and asking questions and maybe solving problems together. Um, I love writing. Um, I, 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 I love it all. So it's not work. One well, is so much about action, right? Like, and I'm going to get this wrong because I heard this a couple weeks ago and I love it. There's this the story of three frogs on a log and one decides to jump in how many are left on the log and most people are like well two and they're like no decided to jump in but they actually did you have to take the action of doing it not just decide to do it. and i love that it's, it's such a simple little thought but like you just said right like you have to take the action and it's easy with social media now 100 you, you want to go down a rabbit hole of negativity you could do that 24 hours a day if you want 
easy to find that, but there's choices. Like you said, there's other choices to go find the other side. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, if you keep doing it, what's the definition of insanity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the same yeah. thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And if yeah. you follow the work of Joe Dispenza, he's like, if you want to be the same person you were yesterday and last week and the, the year before, keep doing what you're doing until yeah. you create change. And the thing is, though, people don't know what to do. Right. They hear, they hear this. 100%. So now they have to go, okay, well, how do I know what to do? So come to this event, get some ideas. You yeah. won't like everything, or maybe you will, I don't know. But pick one thing that makes you feel good. That's a resonance, right? That's this this match. Yeah. Where I am right now and just do it try it there's no side effects yeah it's right side effects <laughs> meditation there's no side effects to breathing there's no side effects to heart math techniques and and all the other beautiful things we're going to do we're going to laugh we're going to dance we're going to move you know there's music listen to music good music um so there's there are many things that we can do it's just a matter of going out learning opening and come with an open mind you know, learning something new and then, and then it's the discipline. That's right, a conversation. Right. There are right. many slippery slopes to that, as we know. Ah, the day yeah. you don't want to go to the gym. Guess what? That's the first day of the rest of your quitting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So the event is May 6th, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. UBC. Um, we'll put the information in the post so people want to buy tickets. It sounds like it would be a, uh, at the very least, you're going to have some fun. For sure, and you're maybe and maybe learn something. You never know. There you go. Who cares about anybody like else? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate you coming on and chatting today. I think uh, I think uh, I think it's people will enjoy the day for sure. If the speakers are any anything like you, which is great. It's awesome that you're on stage with your son. That's that oh. that'll be really cool as well. How fun is that? So How many fun. mothers get to do that? Share the stage with with their their son their son their child. That's so I cool. Know. I just, I love that. So Rob, thank you. You're so sweet. You're so easy to talk to. And I really appreciate your time today. You made time for me to come on because the event's very soon. And I, I'm so grateful. We all are. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. So hi, everyone else have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thanks, Chris. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.